The hour cometh and now is when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for the Father seeketh such to worship him. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 95 on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works, forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalms 123 on page 503, and 127 on 505. Unto thee lift I up mine eyes, O thou that dwellest in the heavens. Behold, even as the eyes of servants look unto the hand of their masters, and as the eyes of a maiden unto the hand of her mistress, even so our eyes wait upon the Lord our God, until he have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us, O Lord, have mercy upon us, for we are utterly despised. Our soul is filled with the scornful reproof of the wealthy, and with the despitefulness of the proud. Expect, except the Lord build the house, their labor is but lost that built it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman waketh but in vain. It is but lost labor that ye haste to rise up early, and so late take rest, and eat the bread of carefulness, for so he giveth his beloved sleep. Lo, children, and the fruit of the womb are an heritage and gift that cometh of the Lord. Like as the arrows in the hand of the giant, even so are the young children. Happy is the man that hath his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed when they speak with their enemies in the gate. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the book of Genesis. In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, 
let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. So the evening and the morning were the first day. Then God said, Let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. Thus God made the firmament, and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament, and it was so. And God called the firmament heaven. So that evening and the morning were the second day. Then God said, Let the waters under the heavens be gathered together into one place, and let the dry land appear, and it was so. And God called the dry land earth, and the gathering together of the waters he called seas, and God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let the earth bring forth grass, the herb that yields seed, and the fruit tree that yields fruit according to its kind, whose seed is in itself, on the earth. And it was so. And the earth brought forth grass, the herb that yields seed according to its kind, and the tree that yields fruit, whose seed is in itself according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. So the evening and the morning were the third day. Then God said, Let there be lights in the firmament of the heavens, to divide the day from the night, and let them be for signs and seasons, and for days and years, and let them be for lights in the firmament of the heavens, to give light on the earth, and it was so. Then God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day, and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. God set them in the firmament of the heavens to give light on the earth, and to rule over the day and over the night, and to divide the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good, so the evening and the morning were the fourth day. Then God said, Let the waters abound with the abundance of living creatures, and let birds fly above the earth across the face of the firmament of the heavens. So God created great sea creatures, and every living thing that moves, with which the waters abounded, according to their kind, and every winged bird according to its kind. And God saw that it was good, and God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters in the seas, and let birds multiply on the earth. So the evening and the morning were the fifth day. Then God said, Let the earth bring forth the living creature according to its kind, cattle and creeping thing and beast of the earth, each according to its kind, and it was so. And God made the beast of the earth according to its kind, cattle according to its kind, and everything that creeps on the earth according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God he created him. Male and female he created them. Then God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And God said, See, I have given you every herb that yields seed which is on the face of the earth, and every tree whose fruit yields seed, 
To you it shall be for food, also to every beast of the earth, to every bird of the air, and to everything that creeps on the earth, in which there is life, I have given every green herb for food. And it was so. Then God saw everything that he had made, and indeed it was very good. So the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Here ended the first lesson. Benedictus S. on page 11. Blessed art thou, Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the seventh verse of the sixth chapter of the Gospel according to St. Mark. And he called the twelve to himself, and began to send them out, two by two, and he gave them power over unclean spirits. He commanded them to take nothing for the journey except a staff, no bag, no bread, no copper in their money belts, but to wear sandals and not to put on two tunics. Also he said to them, In whatever place you enter, a house, stay there till you depart from that place, and whoever will not receive you nor hear you, when you depart from there, shake off the dust under your feet as a testimony against them. Assuredly, I say to you, it will be more tolerable for Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. So they went out and preached that people should repent, and they cast out many demons, and anointed with oil many who were sick, and healed them. Here endeth the second lesson. Benedictus on page 14. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him, all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for their mission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, 
maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us, and grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, we beseech thee favorably to hear the prayers of thy people, that we who are justly punished for our offenses may be mercifully delivered by the, thy goodness for the glory of thy name, through Jesus Christ our Savior, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost ever, one God, world without end. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, of all assaults of our enemies, that we, should be trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Just a few quick thoughts about today's lessons. We have the benefit today where we're starting at the very beginning with Genesis 1, and we will, over the course of the church calendar, look at the, the entire history of humanity narrated by God himself, beginning with Genesis and going through creation of the universe to God's choosing of a special people through Abraham, the establishment of the Davidic kingdom, and eventually we will get to the end of the year eventually where we are looking for the advent of the Messiah, the coming of the, the Christ. So this is one of the ways that the church calendar helps narrate our lives in relation to Scripture. So today in, in Genesis 1, it's interesting that there's lots of debates about Genesis, about how literally we should take it. But we it's helpful to remember that this this idea of taking it literally is a rather new development in Christianity. Through most of the, the, the vast majority of the history of the church has always viewed Genesis in more of a 
metaphorical or or symbolic way in a in that it's describing universal truths in colorful language and not to be taken literally and this this it's interesting because you know through most of human history the idea that there was nothing and then there was something was difficult for humans to grasp so that most of the other religions of the world when they talk about the origins of humanity they usually talk about the origins of their gods how their gods came to be and even in say the the the, the greek religion there was always this idea that there was stuff in the in the universe there was things going on that the universe was somehow eternal and that you had these beings these gods who would create things out of this stuff and this is what humans have always thought it wasn't until the writing of the scriptures that this idea came out that there was a time when there's there was nothing and god created the universe what we call ex nihilo out of nothing god does this out of nothing and he was always around and created the universe from nothingness and other philosophers and scientists have always rebelled against this throughout the middle ages the supposedly smart people always knew that the the universe was eternal that it was always around so much so that it wasn't until the beginning of the last century with with Einstein and his theory of relativity where that changed you had it's interesting a a uh, Roman Catholic priest who was interested in in astrophysics ran the numbers and he ran the numbers and found out that if Einstein is cor correct if you run the numbers backwards you get to a point where the universe is created and all the scientific community attacked him for this saying he was trying to prove God through his his uh, math and it wasn't until the the uh, astronomer uh, Hubble was able to prove through uh, scientific observation that that Einstein was indeed correct and that's where you get the idea of the Big Bang so of course the scientists immediately turn on a dime and say oh well now we have an explanation for the how the universe came to be we still don't need God in this so it went from this thing is people trying to prove God's existence to saying that oh yes their information is correct but we still don't need God in our equations so there's always been this conflict but the, the point is that in Genesis 1, in the Hebrew text, this word create is reserved for God himself. The, 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 the Hebrew word for create in this chapter is God's creative act. And God creates things out of nothing because he is the creator of all things. And so this is important thing here because what, what we're getting at is what Genesis 1 is actually talking about. And we're seeing God's power over creation itself. All things are created by God. These are all things that in other religions around the, the region 
of ancient Israel and frankly throughout the, the, the world. These are the things that mankind has tended to worship as gods. The sky, the sun, the moon, the stars, the oceans, the mountains, you know, trees, these type of things. And what Genesis is talking about is, no, these are not gods. These are created things created by God himself, who creates those, these things for mankind. And importantly, God always sees his creation as good. Everything that God creates is good. And so these are, you know, explaining how things are in reality, in relation to God, that matter, the body, the things of this world are not evil. They are not bad. They are indeed good, but they are not God himself. There is a tendency even to this day to worship the things of the earth as divine. These are not divine things. They're, nothing created is divine. They are good, and they show the spark of God's grace in creating them these things for us but they are not themselves divine only god is divine and so this is what genesis is getting at here in this first chapter is laying the groundwork for creation how it is a good thing and then we'll see throughout genesis how man ruins that and messes things up and how left to his own devices man always decides wants to decide for himself what is good and bad what is god and what is the right way to live and what genesis will be getting at is no we have to give ourselves over to god and his ideas of what is good and what is evil and trust in him and that's a little about what we, we see in our New Testament lessons this morning, is that this thing that humans struggle with all the time is trusting in God. God sends out his disciples and tells them not to take stuff with him, not to be overly prepared, to be overly worried, to take a, a spare clothes, spare sandals, to take extra money, because we worry about ourselves, we tend to fret about things and not trust in God. The history of humanity is one of mankind not trusting in God. And so we see the beginning of that in Genesis. We'll see it more tomorrow and in the days following how our great plight in this world is to trust in God. There's just some thoughts about today's lessons. We continue with a prayer for all conditions of men on the bottom of page 18. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith in unity of spirit and the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness 
all those who are anyways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. that it may please thee to comfort and redeem them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this morning. Hope you have a great Monday and great start to your week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you. Great commentary. Thank you. Yes, that was great.